Broadcasting from the TripInsurance.com studios in Jacksonville, Florida. This is... This is Cruise Radio. Hey there, how's it going? My name is Doug Parker. Thanks for checking out this bonus episode of Cruise Radio. Wasn't going to turn the mic on until Wednesday this week. That's when I normally record. But uh, over the weekend, a video surfaced of this kid jumping from a pool deck railing into a swimming pool on a Princess cruise ship in Alaska. So I figured, you know what? Instead of all of us giving our opinions behind a keyboard and leaving snarky comments in the comment sections on Facebook, on Twitter, and fighting and all that, let's just talk it out like adults and talk about it on the podcast. So that's what we're going to do today. Have a travel agent coming on. Also, trying to get a hold of a maritime attorney. We'll see if he calls in or not. Also, a travel expert is going to be stopping by. So before we get to these people, let's take a step back and I'll tell you what happened here. So there were these two kids who were in an inside cabin on a princess cruise, and they decide that they're going to do this daredevil stunt, they say. So they turn on their video camera, and they start talking about what they want to do. They want to go up to the Lido deck or whatever that deck is called on princess. They want to get on the railing and jump from that railing into the cruise ship pool. So they talk about how they're going to do it and all of this, and they show the video camera. They have the GoPro and the selfie stick they attach to it and how they're going to do it. So that they proceed to do it. They leave the stateroom, walk down the hall, get in the elevator, and they go out to the Lido deck area, that top deck above the pool. And there's workers out there. So that kind of deters them for a minute. And they bounce the basketball around and they're like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're just having fun out here. Well, as soon as the workers split, this one kid leaps up onto a the balcony, the railing above the pool and just lunges into the pool. It's probably about a 20 foot drop or so. But not before he had his GoPro and his selfie stick in hand to record it. And his buddy was right next to him recording it from a bird's eye view. So he leaps into this pool and scares the heck out of some of the people who are swimming in the pool. But obviously, they weren't going to plan it and say, hey, watch out. Because people would say, don't jump. That's stupid. Blah, blah, blah. So anyways, they jump. They do it. They get back into their stateroom. They do a recap. They talk about how cool they are on the video, and the video just shuts off there. On the line is travel agent Scott Lara from Airseed Travel. Scott, how does it work when a family wants to book a cruise but put the kids in a separate room? When uh, parents call me to book a cruise, this is the way you know I am asked to book it. Put Mr. Smith and 15-year-old Timmy in one cabin and Mrs. Smith and 17-year-old Johnny in the other cabin. But what happens once they get on the ship is the exchange of room keys where the kids will end up in one cabin and then the parents are in the other one. The ship really doesn't like you to do that because that's why there are rules so that, uh, you know, parents and kids under the age of 21 are in the same cabin. So at the end of the day, the parents are switching the room keys with the kids. They have their own room. The kids have their own room. That's precisely right. And, Doug, I'll tell you one time, I was actually on the Carnival Fascination out of Jacksonville with my wife. We're down there on the Riviera deck, and there were three cabins with all kids under the age of 21. And when I asked them, hey, where are your parents? Oh, we're a high school group. The chaperones are up on deck seven. We have these cabins here. And you can only imagine uh, the 1 a.m. and 2 a.m. laughter and party and uh, music. And I hate to say it, but are parents letting their guard down when they get on a cruise ship because they feel it's like this safe environment? You know, Doug, I've said for many, many years that parents take a vacation from being parents on a cruise ship. There was one time a little kid was running past my cabin, and the second day I asked the father, hey, do you mind asking your, your son not to run up and down the, these long hallways? And he said, you're trying to ruin my son's vacation. 
Uh, it's very difficult when kids are running wild. It's just our culture nowadays, Doug, where parents just don't take responsibility like they used to. How did your kids behave on cruises? Because you sound like my parents. You know, my kids are grown now, but when they were younger, I would set the rules straight up. Are parents relying too heavily on these kids' clubs and teen clubs throughout the cruise? You know, that's an interesting question because I hear many parents say, I don't trust the kids' club. I don't know uh, those people up there. Yeah, they're certified and so forth, but I'm not certain. And so a lot of times parents will want to go on a vacation to spend time with kids, but usually that's just like a dinner or lunch, you know, where they can have a family meal together where they're not playing on their iPads or iPhones. I don't think they rely on them too much. Uh, I think that's probably the safest way to go. If you put little Timmy in a kid's club, he's going to have fun. He's going to make friends. And the parents can go on on a store excursion or maybe stay out a little late and uh, dance the night away. So, no, I don't think they rely too heavily on them. Quite the opposite. I think they don't use them enough. That's a good point. I mean, I guess over a certain age, they can sign themselves out, too. That's correct. There are certain age groups, Young Carnival and Hall in America, uh, that I'm familiar with where they have sign-in, sign-out privileges. And if you have a little uh, a little bit of a rebunctious uh, teenager, maybe a, a young boy, 17, and, and trying to meet his new girlfriend, mm-hmm. uh, you know, he could be out there in and, the and same way. And that's why it's critical, you know, for teens to be very, very careful. Uh, but also, I just have to stress that parents need to redouble their efforts. Yeah, have a great vacation, but spend some time with your kids and, and lay out ground rules up front so there won't be any problems. Scott, thanks for being on the show. Thank you, Doug. It's always a pleasure. If I were to guess, I would say that this family will not be invited back to Princess Cruise Line uh, ever again, or probably a Carnival Corp brand. A lot of comments and people weighing in on this, too, saying they should uh, everything from they should walk the plank. It's the parents' responsibility. It's not the parents' responsibility because they're not responsible for what their kids do if they sneak out at nighttime. Uh, you can read the full comments at our uh, on our website at cruiseradio.net. Joining me now is Richard Sims, a writer over at cruiseradio.net. Richard, what are your thoughts on this whole situation in a way it's not surprising i think you know we see there's this uh, i hate to say the words younger generation because it makes me feel old but among this this younger generation there's this this big push to get as many followers on social media and they all want to you know they all want this big social media presence and one of the ways to do that is to do these incredibly stupid things now this isn't particularly new i mean if you look back you know mtv and vh1 had shows like jackass and things like that 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 were people doing nothing but becoming famous for doing stunts and so it's not surprising that this is becoming more popular but unfortunately it's incredible incredibly dangerous. And those type of shows were done under the guidance of professionals. They were done under, you know, very controlled circumstances. In this case, this kid easily could have hurt not only himself, but somebody else. There's very clearly people in the pool who did not know. You can hear somebody shouting something like, you know, what are you doing? It's it's so incredibly dangerous. And the question becomes, how do you prevent it? And what do you do if you know, if you catch somebody doing this. Now, this isn't the first time that something crazy like this has happened on a ship, though. Not at all. And um, we've seen other things. We've seen um, people actually jumping off ships. We've seen people. There was a video that came up last year of uh, uh, kids cl- climbing over the rail and going from one deck to 
to another on the outside of the ship. I mean, just incredibly stupid behavior that inevitably is going to result in tragedy. It's it's just a matter of time before one of these kids, and it's mostly kids, you know, does something that gets them very badly injured or killed. Do you remember watching that video of the kid jumping off the ship in Grand Turk and swimming to shore with his GoPro? I do. Yeah. And, and it just it just shocked me. Yeah. I would admit, sometimes I watch these crazy prank videos and get sucked into this wormhole where I'm watching these videos for like 30 minutes, 45 minutes sometimes. But yeah, it's like people are willing to risk their lives just to get eyeballs, it seems. And it works. I mean, you're not the only person who has gotten sucked into that wormhole. We all have our own wormholes. And, and you know, so for some people, it's watching endless roller coaster videos or whatever. But there are a lot of people who are really drawn to this type of thing. And then the question also, also becomes there's a little bit of a catch-22 here. Even as we are, you know, talking about this, and as you look at the comments that are coming in, people are very upset about this. But at the same time, in a weird way, we are giving these people exactly what they want because we are talking about them. You know, their video is getting views because it's getting shared. Whether it's in a positive or a negative way, it's getting shared. So it's sort of a catch-22 where on the one hand, you know, you want to condemn this behavior, and yet in the process, you're drawing attention to it and giving other people ideas. It's 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 a very strange conundrum. It's funny. I actually have written down right here. I have um, condone and condemn at the same time, which is a totally true. It's exactly right, and yeah. you know that's the same thing with um, newscasts. You know, newscasts have this exact same situation where something bad in the world happens, and you know. Do you show it or do you not show it? Are you, you know, if you watch any kind of news programming when, when you know, there's an ISIS attack or something, they they have debates at the news channels. Do we show what happened or do we not? Because if we show it, we're sort of furthering the cause. So it's yeah, from high levels to low levels. It's, it's, a, it's something that everybody has to think about. Sure is. Uh, do you think cruise lines can do anything to prevent like nonsense acts like this happening? I think that the cruise line would be very smart to track these people down and ban them for, for life from the line. And I think that is true in any of these situations where you can figure out who the person was. And the reason that I say you should do this, not only to punish the people who did it, but you know, it sends a strong message. And, you know, hopefully that gets as much coverage. I mean, we would certainly run something if the line decided that they were going to ban these people mm -hmm. and they and they sent out a press release about it. We would cover it and hopefully it would get just as much attention as did the original bad act. And maybe that might prevent some people from doing it. Yeah. The other question is, you know, where does parental responsibility lie? Is this a case, you know, this was two kids. It was it was clearly 10.30 at night when they started, and they talked about having waited about an hour until they did the actual stunt. So it's 11.30 at night. We see them in the cabin. We see them wandering the ship. Where were the parents involved in this? And then, if you're going to ban people from the cruise line, do you ban just the people who did the actual, you know, the, the, the kid who jumped? Or do you also ban the parents who clearly had, you know, no, had were, were, were doing nothing to keep an eye on their kids during this trip? Scott, a few minutes ago, said something interesting. He said, it seems like parents are taking a vacation from parroting when they're on a cruise. What do you think of that? 
It's true, and we've all seen it. And you know, and the cruise lines very clearly struggle with how to handle this because uh, for a long time there were not lifeguards by pools because the the you know the responsibility basically falls on the parents to keep an eye on their kid. And the cruise lines over the last year or so, um, after some incidents, have begun putting most of them have begun putting uh, lifeguards around the pools. Royal Caribbean is in the process of rolling this out right now. And again, it's yet another catch-22 situation because for too many parents, they will see that as another way in which they can hand off responsibility. They treat the lifeguard not as someone who is there to handle an emergency, but as a babysitter for their kids. And, you know, We've all seen it. We've all been on cruise ships where, you know, kids are wandering around at all hours of the night and you're like, where are their parents? Well, their parents are are probably, you know, in a nightclub or at a comedy show or doing something else. And they feel that for whatever reason, they feel it's not only okay, but safe for their kids to be out and wandering about. And yes, not all kids are bad and not all kids are going to, you know, jump off balconies and even push all the buttons in the elevator or run up and down the hallways knocking on doors. There are kids who are very responsible. But, you know, how do you figure out, you know, the cruise line has no way of knowing which kids are responsible and which ones aren't. So what? how do you put rules in effect? And one thought that gets floated every time these kind of things come up is a curfew. You know, like no one over the age of or under the age of 18 or so, you know, is allowed out and about after, you know, whatever set time, 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock, whatever. Uh, but, uh, of course, you do that and a lot of people protest. So yeah. I don't know. I don't, I don't know what the answer is. A quick programming note here. The Maritime Attorney won't be able to make it onto the show, so we'll give you the final thought. Richard, what are your thoughts on, um, like, what would you do in a situation like this? Obviously, in this day and age, you can't just go up and approach the kid. No, not at all. You look at that situation and your first instinct is to try and stop them. Mm -hmm. You know, that will not go well. At the same time, by the time you go and find somebody to, you know, someone on the ship who is responsible – it's probably over and done. You know, they've run back to their cabin or, or or wherever. I I honestly don't know what the answer is. I do firmly believe you should not get involved personally, mm-hmm. um, and not in a situation like this. There are there are other situations where yes, I think you should you know you should feel free to get involved, but in something like this, yeah, you're that's a no win situation because well, that kid's gonna pound you. <laughs> what do they say in the airport? See something, say something. See something, say something. Yeah. yeah. The question becomes, you know, who do you say it to? And I think in that case, you do your best to find some form of security and. And let them know. Richard, thanks for being on the show and giving us your thoughts. Thanks for having me. I realize this is a very polarizing topic and people have different views from all over the map. Uh, If you want to read the article, it's in the show notes at cruiseradio.net. If you want to email me your thoughts, shoot me an email, doug at cruiseradio.net, D-O-U-G at cruiseradio.net. Thanks again for being here and we'll talk on Thursday. This is Cruise Radio. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio.